Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Drawing a Blank by the ATP Crew. I am extremely excited to be going back into our Thursday episodes because, well, I mean, honestly, I like them a lot. They're cool. We get to do some fun stuff. It's fun in general. We hope you guys like them. With that being said, we have this pretty much the same setup that we had last week. We have, we're going to start with some conspiracy theory stuff. Today, we're actually going to be talking the moon landing. So get excited for that one. I know I am. Along with that, we're going back to our fact or fiction. I'm just going to throw this out here right now. Dorian, you can, you can say yes or no to this. If we end up getting the same fact or fiction, one of these episodes, we have to come up with something ridiculous for us to have to do if we, if we have the same one. Like, well, I got a backup. I got a backup, backup ready to go. No, 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 no. We need to, like, just on the off chance that we end up having the same one. Like, we need to, like, come on wearing wigs or something. Or, like, <laughs> something stupid. I feel like it could happen today, so watch it, it say. very well could. There's, I feel like any time we do this, there's a very solid chance that we ended up picking up the same ones. So, you know what? I'm going to say this. I'm just going to go out here and throw it down right now. If we end up having the same fact or fiction today. I will, I can't say anything for you. I can't make you do anything, but I will wear a wig all next episode and then that, I will post a recording. Does that just mean you have wigs laying around your house? I mean, I might. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask, don't ask, don't ask, don't tell. But <laughs> okay, going on into our first ad of the day. We are actually really happy to announce our new partnership with FNX or Phoenix Fitness. Phoenix Fitness is a health and fitness supplement and apparel line whose goal is to provide the best possible products to inspire people to rise up. With protein supplements like Restore to help build muscle, Rebalance with a green blend that will help optimize your health and revive for testosterone support. I mean, we're going to get you in better shape with Phoenix. So if you want any type of discount off of those awesome products, please use our new promo code, which is ATPODCAST, right? So when you're checking out, you're doing your thing, you put in ATPODCAST. So honestly, I'm stoked about this as a personal trainer myself. I think it's really cool that we have a supplement line and honestly an athletic training line, or um, I should say apparel. And uh, it's, it's going to be sweet. I'm, I've already ordered a bunch of stuff. I'm going to try out everything. It's going to be awesome. Dorian, how, how are you feeling about this new partnership that we got? I mean, you sent me that code and uh, I plan on putting it to use tonight. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, their, their lineup of offerings looks really great. A uh, lot of good flavors in there. So yeah, I'm excited to jump on there tonight and buy some stuff. Exactly. We're going we're gonna to knock out everything and we're going to tell you guys how it's going to be. We're going to do a little review consistently um, or I might just end up talking about it incessantly. We'll find out. But with that said, I am really looking forward to getting jacked for the summer of hopefully less quarantine. So with that, Phoenix, FNX, 
they are going to be helping me out along the way. Secondly, we are also sponsored today by Prevolve. You guys, if you've been listening to this show, you know who Prevolve is by this point, I hope, because they are the biggest, the baddest technology-based startup from Seattle whose mission is to empower the human body. They are using 3D foot scanning and 3D printing to make custom fit footwear designed for your feet, your feet, not Dorian's feet, not my feet. That is your foot. So if you want some shoes that fit perfectly, visit the website at www.pre-volve.com. There you can schedule a foot scan, learn more about the story of Prevolve, and even download 3D shoe models if you'd like to 3D print them for yourself. All right, Dorian, let's head into it. Let's go into the big one. We got our conspiracy theory going on today. We're doing the moon landing. One of the most interesting, and I, I love the moon landing conspiracy, honestly, Dora. I don't know about you. Even like, I don't care what side you're on. It's just a fun conspiracy. You know, there was way more into this than I originally thought. Like when we first discussed doing it, I was like, yeah, moon landing, that'll be cool. That'll be some stuff to talk about. And diving into it, it's compelling. Yeah, they, I mean, it, the, the great, and we were Both just talking sides. about this too. Both sides have like a lot of stuff. And we'll, we'll go a little bit more into like how we actually feel about it in a second. But like, there's a lot of support for like both sides that, you know, honestly, from just like a, like somebody who doesn't know the science behind anything, I can look at it and I'm just like, okay, that makes sense. And I look at the other side, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And uh, you know, I'm just like, I feel like I'm caught in a tug of war slightly between like info going back and forth. Cause they have, they have tons of different like documentaries on conspiracies and one, which we're going to highlight today. They have like mini documentaries on why that's not true. It's essentially like a battle of minds or a battle of people who are either for the conspiracy or not for the, or just, you know, think the conspiracy is ridiculous. And especially scientists who are just like, you guys, this is the science of why this is true. And you know, what's the craziest part is apparently they did a poll not too long ago and 5% of the U S population believes that the moon landing was staged. Dorian, what do you think? What do you think? You know, I, I think now that we've moved past the birds aren't real and we're, we're taking a dive into some real conspiracies here, <laughs> I think it's yeah. now an important time to share with everyone that I am a big believer in conspiracies just on the grounds that I want to believe. It's, it's X-Files for me. I want to believe. And if you give me a good, conspir- good conspiracy theory, I'm probably going to run with it. Now, I've got to say, going into this one, I didn't have the most base knowledge of the moon landing, but once again, I was ready to believe. (laughs) After digging into it, doing our research, I've got to say, I can see the other side a lot better now, and I don't even know if I have a position one way or the other, just based on how many good arguments there are for it being fake, but then how many good rebuttals there are for it still being real, so... I yeah. thought this was a, a really good one to, to dive into. I'm probably going to continue looking to this more because it, it's caught me. I'm in. <laughs> Stay tuned for Dorian's own documentary series coming out on Netflix soon where he reviews the moon landing in more depth. We, we might have to go there. You know? Yeah, exactly. We might have to. But I mean, 
I think the greatest part about this is that, and you mentioned the X-Files, and I think I love the fact that you bring this up because apparently when the X-Files came out and like a lot of different new shows in like the early 2000s, like 90s, stuff like that, they, they came out and they brought back stuff about the moon landing conspiracy. The conspiracy had like disappeared for like two to three decades. And then it was like brought back and then people started revisiting it. And it essentially it. like, yeah, they rehashed X-Files rehashed the conspiracy, which whether you believe it or not had essentially just fallen under underground for the longest amount of time. So thank you X-Files for bringing this joy to us because and unlike the birds aren't real debate, which is, you know, we can safely say that's just not true. Birds, this one, birds are real. Okay, people? Birds are real. <laughs> I'm about to say, can we just, I, I'm just going to plant my flag on this right now. Birds are, are real. They are living creatures. They are not drones created by the government. I want everybody who's listening to this right now to know that I am planting my flag on this statement and saying birds are real. All the people who do not believe birds are real are, in fact, idiots. And all you five say, of those people. All five of those people, exactly. All five, <laughs> including, uh, including whatever his name is, the guy who was the founder but not the founder. He's one um, of those five. <laughs> he's, he's the first, first of the five. So, Dorian, what do you think, of, as far as like the, the rash, reasons, rationales, all the theories about why the moon landing is not real and why it's staged, what do you think compels you to say, I could possibly believe this the most? So you have a lot of theories out there that point to evidence, right? Stuff on the recordings, what you can and can't see in some of these photos or videos, what's present, what's not, how gravity should or shouldn't work. That's not even the most compelling argument for me. What I think was really interesting in, in doing this research was, you know, really digging into the uh, great space race between the United States and Russia. Yeah. And you had Kennedy at the time, I believe the year was 61, was, uh, like yeah. was right after Russia had gotten a man into orbit his name is Aleko, i feel like you should read this name i'm not good with names and I'm, I'm gonna butcher it you know what if it's russian there's a very strong chance i will not be able to say it either yuri me, yuri Gar gargan I, I might have just right. g-a-g-a-r-i-n I, I don't know man it's Russian. yuri we'll say yuri Let's, we're gonna call him yuri yuri was the first man in the orbit of space it was April 12th, 1961. Yeah. About a month later, Kennedy is really like, you guys, we got to get to space. He goes in front of Congress. He makes this huge speech saying before the decade is over, mm -hmm. we need to put a man on the moon. Is that the, so we were watching the documentary about this. And is that the speech that he had, which looks like it was in like a football stadium? So he did, he did two speeches on this. He did one to Congress. Okay. Which specifically... Obviously, in in front of Congress specifically, like I don't know if that was that televised. I don't know if that one was televised, but that's where the quote is. That's where the quote comes from. That he basically said, "Before the '60s is over, we need to have a man on the moon." That was May of '61, mm -hmm. and then he did a, a huge piece. I believe it was 
at a college uh, commencement ceremony or something like that. So that must have been it. Okay, that makes more and sense. And that's the we choose to go to the moon speech. And yeah, that was okay. September of 62 where he pretty much just doubled down on you guys. Come on, let's go to the moon. So can I just quickly comment on I love the fact that he had such big dick energy and just doubled down on it was just like boom we are getting to the moon it's happening like y'all better just sit back and watch this shit i mean and and he spent time trying to get everybody else on board he went and pleaded his case to congress yep. these, these kids just graduated from college and he's like you guys send us to the moon what are you doing go get yeah. a job that sends us to the moon at that time youngest president ever i'm just saying it Kennedy, he seems like the type of guy I would love to have a beer with. I'm just saying. He seems like arguably one of the, like, the most like I would want to have a beer with presidents out there. It'd be like my top three would be probably Obama. Definitely Obama. I'm definitely Obama. So we got Obama, Kennedy, and I'm going to throw in – Man, because I like honestly, I have no idea what it would be like for like so many of you know. Actually, I'm gonna throw in, I'm gonna throw in Jackson. Wow, you're gonna yeah. get shot. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. So, but for all the atrocities that he committed, he just he seemed like he was a fucking crazy ass guy. And even though he duels people to the death, fuck it, man. He might be able to pound a few beers, and you might have a wild night. That is a uh, that's a Old really. Stadium. Interesting. Third choice on this tangent. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't know how much I stand by that, but I figured let's just put it this way. Obama, Kennedy, two chill guys. You can sit down, have a beer with at a bar. You know that. I'll agree but with you there. Jackson, that's a wild night. That's a wild night waiting to happen. You're, you're doing something that night. Yeah, you're doing something. All right, so going back to the moon landing. So you were talking a little bit about what I – I might start referring to as the biggest dick slinging contest of all time is, you know, the Soviet Union and the United States were both just laying it all out there as often as possible, speeding up things as much as they could. Um, I mean, based on the, the documentary that we're watching on itself, they, there was like both sides had so many, so many different billions of dollar accidents um they tested 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 where like all these rockets were we watched like highlights of rockets exploding in midair oh god a lot it? of rockets exploded yeah that's yeah. why <laughs> exactly so it's uh it's just fantastic i love the fact that the u.s and russia were just in the biggest dick measuring contest of all time and probably for you know, I don't know. Maybe U.S. and China might get there again. We'll the good old-fashioned arms race. Yeah, it's great. So you you mentioned a few things about how, and we were talking about this earlier, how you think that it makes sense from that standpoint. Why is that, Doro? Well, because there were a lot of failures, as you pointed out, in attempting to get to the moon and just the, you know, one of the things pointed out in the documentary that we saw was they talk about how much more complex it is from going into space to getting on the moon. Because, right, in, in order to send a man to the moon, not only do you have to figure out how to take a rocket, get it into outer space, get it out of our orbit and towards the moon, but then you also have to have a secondary ship that disconnects 
can go and land on the moon, can come back up from the moon, can redock with that ship, and then that ship has to get back to Earth safely. Yeah. So the level of complexity was a lot more than some of those early missions just to get to space. We had the Gemini 3 takeoff in 65. Okay. And I believe that that was the, the first spaceship with more than one person um, in it. And that just went around orbit. So if that's what we mm -hmm. were doing in 65 to 69, four years later, solving these super complex issues that we would have had to also work through after just getting past that first phase. That's a, that's a pretty short time to, to figure all that out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, conveniently enough, it was right before the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. So it fit, it fit Kennedy's timeline. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'll say this, I will say this to, to kind of combat you on that one is from what it sounds like and what all the, the like extra footage that I've seen and things I've heard debunking the, the myth is that they're like, well, yeah, we were spending literally every ounce of energy from like a scientific standpoint into making this happen. Like when the U S and Russia, both of them, right. were trying to make some type of like, you know, like moon landing, for instance, or any type of like weaponary technology happen, they were putting literally every single ounce of energy. So with that said, that's like where I've, I'm like, okay, maybe it is possible that we are able to accelerate a timeline a lot is when they're like using every single research scientist that we have at our disposal in NASA to be able to do everything in our power to be able to get somebody to the moon. That's where I'm like, okay, yeah, we might've fucked up a lot. And we did, we clearly did. I mean, Apollo one, oh my God, what a, what an absolute, like that was a, that was just an absolute trap. That was just two years before Apollo 11. Yeah. I knew well, I, and I was actually, I was hoping you were about to get to that is the Apollo one situation two years before just being like in a, in a complete atrocity where the, the rocket goes up into orbit. Did it make it all the way up into orbit or did, was it like halfway through? I couldn't even, I can't remember. I don't know how far it made it, but it wasn't very far. Yeah. And so the shitty part about that was from the documentary we were watching was they literally just had an essentially an electrical fire in a some completely compressed oxygenated tank and it exploded, you know, like fire and oxygen does. And next thing you know, you have three dead men in a giant explosion going up into space. And so to come back from that two years later and be, I will say this, this is where I am skeptical. To come back from that two years later and to have somebody be walking on the moon, that's a fucking, like, that is an accelerated timeline if I've ever heard of one. Well, and to kind of touch back on, on that point in the documentary, the other thing we, we see that they point out in there is, you know, Apollo 1, you had three astronauts who all died on that, on that mission, but you had one of them two days before. Uh, it was Gus Grissom, mm -hmm. he had like kind of poked fun and made a joke at, at the fact that he didn't think it was going well. And he like posted a picture of a, of a lemon next to the NASA mm -hmm. logo, pretty much saying that the, 
you know, there was no way that this thing was going to be ready. And it's just interesting the way things turned out so quickly afterwards, as, as pointed out in the documentary. But to your other point, I do agree that mm-hmm. there were a lot of people working on this. I mean, and if NASA was able to go so far as to, you know, hiring former Nazi members to to work on this, I mean, yeah, they're willing to put all of their resources into this. So that yeah. is that is the compelling rebuttal that I, I do see. I get both sides. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and just take a quick moment to note the fact that we enlisted a lot of Nazis into our research camps to be able to have the science necessary to do some of the things that we did during the cold war. That is like, that's how intense this dick measuring contest was, was both sides were willing to incorporate our literal, like both the Soviet union and the United States were both fighting Nazis. And then once the war was over, they're like, Hey, come join us. Your science was pretty good shit. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, I, I fucking love it. I'm gonna, it's such a, it is such a U.S. thing to do. And I'm just going to quickly note this because I just, I have to throw it out there. Part of the reason that, and I, I will say this, I do not believe that the moon landing was fake. I do not believe it was staged. I am firmly on the stance of, I think it, it actually happened. I can, I can definitely understand why some people might believe otherwise. And I can understand why people might be stuck in the middle, like what you were saying. But the one thing I will add into this, and the reason that even though my mind is pretty set right now, that it could be potentially changed with more information later, is the U.S. is really big on fuckery. As a government, we are very good with fuckery. And you know what exactly what I mean, Dorian. You know exactly what I mean by that. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Like, we have so much shit that is behind scenes so many things that we lie about consistently so many underhanded shit that we do that like and i'm not gonna i'm not this podcast isn't meant to shit on the government which now i'm sitting here like oh last sunday's episode we were talking we've, about we've done it a couple of times <laughs> now so. say, we're not all, fantastic about this all thoughts all thoughts uh, exactly all thoughts including thoughts of calling the government a big asshole so the government is really good about hiding shit And it would not shock me. Let's just put it this way. I don't believe it's true, but it would not shock me if this, if way more information came out one day in the near future and it proved essentially proved verbatim that the moon landing was a hoax. I'd be like, sounds about right. Cause the, the Russians, and this is what I thought was fantastic about the documentary and Doro, I hope you noticed this as well was, didn't you love the part at like the last 15 minutes of the documentary where they were talking about like disproving all of the Russian things that they did, like all the Mm -hmm. things that the Russians did. And it was just so ironic because the same guys who were saying the same guys who were saying the, the U S conspiracy theory can't be true. were saying, well, you should, the Russians lied. Russians were lying like fuck. And I'm just like, so the Russians did it, but we didn't. It's such a classic case of like, the U.S. really does just view themselves as just like the fucking Captain America of the world. And it, it just, it cracks me up to see people say stuff like that, like that we're above lying and we're above doing anything like that. But Russian? Nah, the Russians were fuckers. Those guys did anything to make things happen. Well, and, and when reviewing kind of 
Russia's timeline against ours. What's crazier to think is that number one, Russia had a, someone in space when Kennedy was first pitching this. Yeah. Russia never made it to the moon. No, no, they never did. So their tech, our technologies passed theirs in such a short time and they just never found success. Like it was, no, it yeah. doesn't matter anymore. We don't need to get to the moon. I think it's just because we got the, uh, we must have gotten the better half of the Nazi scientists that decided to join sides. I guess they just decided if you ain't first, you're last. Yeah, exactly. We, that's so true. God, we, we, are, we are a giant country of Ricky Bobby. Yeah, if you ain't first, you're last. If you ain't first, you're last. And it's funny because you see that in like so many different things that the U.S. does consistently in the way that we like view ourselves and – like, I, and don't get me wrong, for all the listeners, I love living in the United States. I just want to put that out there because, like, clearly I'm almost preemptively trying to make sure that the people who are going to respond saying, you're a fucking U.S. hater, it's like, no, I, I love living in the United States. But just like any government anywhere, there's a lot of shit that doesn't, that I don't like and that doesn't make sense. And once again, I'm going to go back to it. The U.S. is full of fuckery. We've done this and we've done shit in the past that is very schemy, that is very shitty. And the best part about us is that we just brush it aside. And I think this is a little bit of a side note. That's why people around the world fucking hate us is because we're shitty, but we act like we're fucking Captain America. Well, and I, and I think uh, to add to your point, you can... You can love that you live here and that we have this country and kind of the freedoms that we do have and still acknowledge that there's a long ways to go. Yeah, of course. Of course. Every, and I will double down on this. Every country has the potential to continue to get a little bit better to make sure that they're doing their thing and and making their government and their people happy, stuff like that, et cetera, et cetera. Right. We could go down that rabbit hole for a while. But the point being is what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that I can understand why people around the world look at the U S the way they do sometimes is because of shit like this, where the U S will sit there and be like Russia. Now those fuckers lied a bunch, but us, not only did we manage to make better technology in a shorter amount of time after Kennedy's speech, but we also did everything pristinely and because we just were the best. And I, I'd almost love to hear what the, like, the rationale back in the 60s was for beating Russia in the space race, for beating Russia in like pretty much everything, right? In the arms race, et cetera. Because you have to imagine it's like, it's propaganda. There's no way it's not. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And it's, at least for me, so where, where I currently stand is I don't necessarily believe that the moon landing was fake. Like, I'm not a firm believer that it's fake, but I'm also not a firm believer that it actually did happen. Yeah. I'm sure there's, there's the truth is somewhere in between that, you know, that we probably won't find out in our lifetime. There'll be some FBI files released 200 years from now. So actually that you bring up a good point. How much do you believe of that one guy's uh, that piece of document that said like, it was like the movie line, essentially like the intro that had like, this is like the, the moon landing script. And it was, uh, and it had like, do not show to public audience. Right. This was in the documentary. what do you think of that? Well, I just think in general, there's so many things that we've had happen in our history that the government just denies, denies, denies. 
And then like when it's not relevant anymore, or when, you know, the people who had all the vested interest in it are not around anymore. It's like, oh yeah, we can release that. That, that did actually happen. It was a thing. We were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Exa- <laughs> well, yeah. And I think, and I think that's the interesting part, but I will say this is that I've listened to enough people talk about like, and I sent you this video. There is this one guy who is talking about like all the different, the, the technical logistical issues that just don't make any sense. Right. Um, he was talking really, like he went really in depth on like why the camera stuff that people argue against the moon landing happening is just like, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. Um, and it's crazy to think. And I think this is such like an, an obvious like example of why we put so much effort and research into the things that we wanted to do at the time, because we were able to get people onto the moon, but we are like camera um, technology, right? Like the, the technology as far as filming, all that stuff wasn't anywhere near where it is nowadays. And it wasn't able to like slow down and like make people, um, I guess the one, the one that they use consistently, right? Is that they, they slowed down the footage of people jumping up and down, right? And he, he looked at that and he was just like, yeah, there's just no way that actually happened for that amount of time. It wasn't even possible. And I think what I'm getting at more or less is that it's crazy to think that we had the technology to do something as like mind boggling as put somebody into the moon, but we didn't have the technology to be able to like film it and like stream it and like get it out there to the public um, efficiently. What's in, in the fashion that we do now. Yeah. It's just, it's, and I think that's where, I think that's where a lot of the conspiracy theory points start to like unravel for me is the lighting situations. Like scientists are really able to kind of like look at everything. Um, the, the flag waving, stuff like that all of them and be able to like debunk them. So did you ever take any photography classes? I took one when I was a freshman in high school. So I took, I took maybe two or three, just part of the journalism school at, at university of Oregon. And I will say this, that manually having to set the, the shutter speed and all the different settings on a camera is extremely difficult. And I think one of the, you know, to go in depth on, on one of those arguments they had about the camera was that, you know, how are these astronauts managing to manually do this? Because the cameras that they had aboard the ship were all manual settings only. Um, but how are they managing to manually set the right uh, shutter speed, you know, all the settings on a camera with these huge uh, spacesuits on mm-hmm. where they have gloves where they can, you know, they can't feel anything outside of the suit, really. So I thought that was a really interesting argument on the side of this is a hoax. And yeah. then kind of like you said, you had an expert come in and say, well, you know, we actually have photographs of these guys training how to use cameras on earth. Yeah. There were a bunch of bad photos, but you only see the good ones. And it's just like, yeah, that's also a, a really, really good, point. good point. Yeah. It is. It is funny how it's like a lot of stuff. It does seem to be like this really big tug of war, which, which is why I love, I love this this uh, conspiracy theory so much is because there really is like from a, a rational standpoint, there is like some things where you I actually when I was watching the documentary, I, I had to sit there for a second. I was just like, oh, crap, this is kind of like this is making me really reevaluate how I viewed the moon landing initially. And granted, it's a conspiracy theory based documentary. They are definitely writing it putting the footage in and like doing everything that they need to, to make it seem like it's a conspiracy theory. That's their goal. But at the same time, it was like, Oh, 
they actually do bring up some pretty good and and pretty valid points. They showed both um, sides really well. Yeah, they did. They did. And but also another thing I will add into that, I didn't like the fact that they like transitioned out of nowhere into like two different other subjects because it seemed like they just had like they didn't have like enough stuff. You know I, what I mean? I'm not gonna lie to you. I turned it off at the end when they stopped talking about. Yeah, so I watched the entire thing through. It was a mistake. It didn't add anything as far as knowledge wise. They start taking they start talking about alien um <laughs> alien technology being a part of the moon landing and I'm yeah. just like, "Okay, this has gone completely downhill." They they went they went pretty far. It um, was it was Before even it got to it. that, I I think I I exited it out. I was like, "My research has been done. I've got <laughs> Your research has been done." Yeah, I I went above and beyond and by that, I mean I watched some some crazy looking guy talk about how we used alien technology to supplement our own moon landing. And I'm just like, okay, this is, they started talking about eternal energy, this theory of eternal energy. Was it the ancient aliens guy? No, no, it was not the ancient, no, it was not the ancient aliens guy, but he might as well have been. He looked like, um, have you ever seen that movie Accepted? You know what I'm talking about? No. No? Okay. So Accepted, for everybody who's seen Accepted, there's this one guy, his goal is to try and blow shit up with his mind, and he looks like a uh, like a toothpick with a human head attached on top of it. And the guy looked like that. He had like zero chin, like zero jaw. His, his face just like kind of mushed into his neck with like a little bit of like a butt chin attached in there somewhere. He just looked, he looked like an alien himself. Not going to lie. No offense, dude, whatever his name is, but the alien technology might've come from him. Who the fuck you knows? Know, you know, had you said it was the ancient aliens guy, I was ready to jump back in and believe again, but yeah, too it big guy. Nah. nah, it's not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. All right. So moving on, we're going to go to our third ad read of the day, which is ESR embroidery. Are you, yes, you looking for custom apparel for your growing business? Well, look no further than ESR embroidery. If you're looking for personalized logos, if you're looking for some shirts, some hats, some hoodies, maybe some just personal swag that you want, then ESR can help. Built on ingenuitive designs and detailed work, you'll be able to bring the design you've always been looking for alive at ESR. Find them on Instagram at ESR underscore embroidery or for personalized inquiries, excuse me, yeah, look them up on Instagram for personalized inquiries or on Etsy for all other work. So we're going to head over to fact or fiction. And Dorian, I like the fact that, so you started last week. I want you to start again this week. We're going to go ahead and go right into this. I'm thinking, I'm feeling a 3-0 victory for me today. Well, before we jump back, I, I got to finish my closing piece. Oh, my bad, man. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you got more. I just, you know, for all the rest of you want to believers out there with me, I just wanted to say in closing, that while we did go to the moon in 69 and that same crew, not the crew that actually went to the moon, but the same um, NASA crew that, that ran that, they had six other moon missions from 69 to 72. 72 is the last time anybody has gone to the moon. So why haven't we gone back since? Just for all you want to believers out there. That's a good question. That right there is a very good question. Why have we not returned back to the moon since the ending of the cold war who knows maybe it's because we just don't care anymore maybe it's I we, care. we finally matured as a country and we uh elected donald trump as our president and he doesn't 
All right. I'm ready to jump into the fact or fiction because I'm going to get you this week. All right. All right. So go ahead. Let's go with it. Fact or fiction. First one. All right. Fact or fiction. Disney World is set to reopen next week. Disney World. Disney World. Okay. Not Disneyland. Nope. Disney World. In Florida. Fact. Fiction. Damn it. Oh, I was thinking Florida was just crazy enough to try it. So actually, since I went and found this out and did the research, Disneyland has, or Disney World has announced that their official reopening is going to be July 11th. Um, They had to propose a plan to um, their local government today, Mm -hmm. and apparently that got approved. But here's the the crazy thing. beautiful Orlando government. Universal Studios Orlando is already planning to reopen on June 3rd. They've gotten approved. Oh, my God. June 3rd for annual pass owners and June 5th for everyone else. Oh, okay. Florida's back in full swing. Florida, Florida is back. If we're I'm going if, to Disney World, baby. <laughs> if we're talking, if we're talking about who's back in the world right now, Florida is back. That is for sure. I don't know about you, Dorian, but this—that is the—that's just so ridiculous. Would that was you crazy? Like real talk. Would you go to Disney World or Universal Studios right now if you had the opportunity? Absolutely not. Yeah. I would hope so. Thank God. I would not go to the state of Florida right now. Okay. <laughs> Dude, apparently, apparently their beaches are so overflowed right now that they, they've never had like this amount of traffic at some of their beaches at one single time. And you can just imagine the scientists who are sitting there just screaming at the TV and watching these people in Florida go and essentially just, you know, asking for a death wish. You know, to be fair from their side, they are, the economy there is probably doing much better than the rest of the nation right now. You're not wrong, but, uh, but it's going to be really tough if half of their population is all sick at the same time. They are really risking it for the biscuit. They are exactly, exactly. All right. So we're going to go to my fact or fiction. All right. Fact or fiction, Dorian. Elephants can hear through their feet. I'm going to go fact here. You are correct. You are correct. Elephants are one of the coolest animals. Elephants have a great sense of hearing and can send vocalizations a long distance. So enlarged ear bones, as well as a sensitive nerve endings in their feet. They stop. And trunks allow elephants to pick up underground or infrasonic messages. They stomp. Boom. Yep. Stomp at each other. Yeah. Elephants are dope. Elephants are a very, very cool animal. And uh, I think that's just a, a fact that we can all agree on. Love elephants. Cool. All right. What's your next one, brother? All right. Fact or fiction. Zombie fires are expected throughout the Arctic this year. The Arctic region. I'm sorry. Wait, you say zombie fires? Zombie fires. I'm not even sure what that means. I, obviously, you can't explain more on that right now because that would give it away. But uh, zombie fires. What the fuck is that? Did I just make that up? You know, I'm going to go fiction because it sounds like you made it up. It's fact. What the fuck does that even mean? What does that mean? So apparently the Arctic region, which is like a lot of Russia, Alaska, Siberia, you know, far north, far north. Mm-hmm. Last year, they had uh, record numbers of how hot it got, and they actually had a bunch of fires. 
uh, those fires then went dormant in the fall. Yes. But a zombie fire is actually fires that continue to burn underground and then reignite on the oh surface after an extended period of time. That so is what we're seeing and all of these locations that had previous really bad burns from this last year of this record breaking heat. Yeah. They're all starting to ignite again, or they're expecting them to all start to ignite again. Cause they, they've got some evidence that the fires are still going on underground. I honestly can't believe that there's, first of all, that there's fires in the Arctic. That's just a hard visual to wrap my mind around, but yeah, well, exactly. Let's, uh, let's get into that <laughs> conspiracy theory or not global warming. <laughs> <laughs> to some yeah right um so uh it's just it's nuts to think that there's underground fires and that and first of all zombie fire is fantastic name for that i just want to comment on that real quickly it's a great so, name i'm pretty sure this also happens in west virginia i'm pretty sure there's a town in west virginia that has zombie fires you're not thinking of them just burning couches right i no, that that happens in West Virginia too. But no, I'm pretty sure there is a town that basically there's you know because it's all the coal mines. Mm-hmm. A coal mine basically collapsed and never stopped burning, and like people don't live in that city anymore. I'm gonna find what this is because it's all a right. thing. Check it out. But let's go ahead and get to my next factor fiction. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. All right, let's go. So factor fiction. A baseball fan was one time hit by three consecutive foul balls. Consecutive, no. So, you're right. Winner, winner, chicken dinner for you. But the truth of it is that there was a two consecutive foul balls. Get out of your seat. <laughs> <laughs> no, the best part about it was she did get out of her seat. So, in 1957... Oh, no. Richie Ashburn from, so this is during a Phillies Giants game, fouled a ball into the stands and smacked this lady named Alice right in the face, breaking her nose. So as the medics were leading her out of the stands, Ashburn hit another foul ball and hit her straight in the fucking leg. That's something out of a movie. Right? Like there's got to be a movie where where that happens. And that's where they got it. And we all thought they were hilarious and they're not. I just can't believe it. Like, just imagine, just imagine poor Alice is getting carted away from her broken nose and just a ball just comes flying at her and breaks her kneecap as well. God, how awful. She probably never went back to a baseball game. I wouldn't. So apparently she recovered and the Phillies treated her like royalty, quote. So, which they better fucking have. If I was, if I was Alice in this situation, I'd be like, yeah, Philadelphia, you better treat me like a absolute king from the point I, every time I come to this game, you better give me the best seat possible. Yeah. I will not be sitting anywhere in the foul (laughs) ball territory. Nowhere near foul ball territory. Right behind the plate, please. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And make sure the net is like reinforced double time. Okay. So, all right, we got our last. So, man, you're you're two and zero. I'm zero and two. So far, dude. So far, I am failing miserably at these factor fictions. Last week, you beat me pretty badly. This week, it's. I mean, there's no way I can win. So, uh, let's see if I can recover at least one. All right. Well, let's uh, let's see. This final one. Last chance at a point here. Fact or fiction? 
NASA cancels SpaceX launch 15 minutes prior to takeoff. Fact. You got one. Yes. That is a fact. Yes. So it's supposed to happen today. Yeah. I had a whole different fact or fiction written up. And then this afternoon, the launch didn't happen. So I had to change my fact or fiction. Oh, that's amazing. And I love the fact that that like, just coordinates perfectly with our conspiracy theory today. Yeah, so this was supposed to be the first time a rocket uh, took off, was launched from U.S. soil since 2011. NASA has been working with both SpaceX and Boeing on commercial flights to get astronauts to the International Space Station. Mm -hmm. uh, Boeing's a little bit behind. I believe that their first expedition is not supposed to take place until 2021, but SpaceX's yeah. rocket was ready. But yeah, it started raining, and uh, 15 minutes before takeoff was supposed to occur, they called it off. Oh my god, that's fantastic! That's great. Also, first of all, like R.I.P. to Boeing right now. They are just they are taking some absolute hits. Like R.I.P. to shareholders of Boeing as well, because like you're not you're you're not looking great right now. So, last one, Dorian. Let's see if you can go three zero. Queen sweep it. Fact or fiction? John Wilkes Booth's brother saved the life of Abraham Lincoln's son. You know, this happened so... This had to have occurred so long in the past. You know, I'm just going to say, fuck it. Yeah, it's a fact, sure. Damn, 3-0. All right. That's a fact. Yeah, so Robert Todd Lincoln was saved from a gruesome train accident by the brother of the man who would later assassinate his dad. Fun fact. Oh, this was before the assassination. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was after like a redemption thing for the family name. No, this is, this is pre pre death. Yeah. Ironic. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. Yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta wonder like, was, uh, <laughs> was, was, uh, let's see, what's the name of... Yeah, so his name was... Ba -ba 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 -ba, I'm looking for Edwin Booth. So yeah, so Edwin Booth apparently saved Robert Lincoln. And, you know, it's just... It's ridiculous. It was a, a, apparently from a potential train accident. And uh, yeah, I, it's just... It's, it's crazy that the world just sometimes takes some crazy twists and turns because... Uh, I don't know how close they were as brothers, but it seems really counterintuitive if you want to cause a family a lot of harm to save the son of somebody only to next watch your brother assassinate the dad who also happens to be the president of the United States. So, that's some destiny for you. That's some serious destiny. But I'm very sad because that means that you win again this week. Three and O, baby. Three and O. Not only did you get the three and O, but so right now I'm gonna start taking tally, and we'll just have this on the uh, on air to consistently go with. But right I think now, I'm five and one. Dude, we've done this twice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm five and one. No, I'm saying like I'm just gonna say we, you've won the past two weeks in a row. That's like we don't need to count the. Uh, no, 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 no. I got two. I got one last week. We're four and two, or no, we can't be four and two. I'm saying I missed one last week. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've missed a single one. Yeah. And I've got five correct on this belt here. 
Yeah, so basically, okay, whatever the numbers are, Dorian's won the past two weeks. This is bullshit. I'm not, I'm not a fan of this. I, this, this needs to change. Best segment we've, we've ever done. <laughs> best segment we've ever done. Go fuck, <laughs> go fuck yourself, Dorian. So I've got to say, I did the research. I found the burning fire, and I was wrong. It is not in West Virginia. Okay, where is it? Centralia, Pennsylvania. Oh, I thought you were going to say Centralia, Washington. I was getting so excited. It's been burning since 1962. What the fuck? Is it a, it's a coal mine? It's the underground coal fires that's been burning for 53 years is the title of this article. Well, yeah, I, I watched a documentary on it a while ago. I don't remember where I saw it, but it popped up somewhere in some conspiracy theory thing I was watching, I'm sure. Oh, my God. 50, wait, 53 years? Yeah, I mean, no one lives there. Well, yeah, no, it's just fire. It's just fire. Yeah, like the they started having sinkholes and stuff all over the town, and everybody just had to leave. That's insane. How does it how does it keep going for that long? I have so many I have so many follow up questions to this. I'm just gonna have to watch the documentary. I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna find this documentary. I'm gonna watch it. And I'm gonna comment on it because I am it truly intrigued by this entire situation. You know, I I could really get into the complexities of it, or I could just tell you science. <laughs> it's just science. There you go. That's, that's, how uh, that's how I rest all my conspiracy beliefs on when I'm going against the conspiracy. I'm always just like, just science. 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 It is. Sci- just saying science is such a good rebuttal for almost everything that people have to say. You're just like, because science. Why not? Science. All right. So last ad read of the day, we got Down Dog Athletics. Down Dog Athletics' mission is to make yoga and mental health more accessible to athletes so they can improve their performance. Every yoga sequence is designed to mimic movement patterns seen in the gym and on the field. Every mindset technique is put through the lens of how an athlete sees the world. We believe that every athlete needs a balance between their light side and their dark side. We are programmed to be dark side dominant, always going harder and faster. But sometimes we need to tap into our light side by slowing down and practicing stillness. When you slow down, you gain more awareness. When you gain more awareness, you smooth out inefficiencies and become faster. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. I'm not going to lie. I love that moniker. Just This is going off script for sure, guys. I love that moniker by Down Dog Athletics. The slow is smooth, smooth is fast. I don't know who came up with that. A plus job there. Good stuff. It's just, it's really easy to say. It rolls off the tongue. Rolls off the tongue really well, right? It's like, oh, damn, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was I about to say. It. Yeah, right? I, <laughs> I couldn't get it. Anyway, if you guys are looking to find out how Down Dog Athletics can help you reach your mental and physical goals, go to downdogathletics.com. There you can find some programs that are going to help you for both of those things. So, Remember, guys, and we're just going to rehash this now. We have a new segment coming up next week. We're going to be watching Space Force. Space Force. Space Force. I don't know why I just can't not say Space Force without saying it like that. It's just like we're going to be watching Space Force. Space Force. Space Force. So get ready for that. It's going to be great. I'm not sure exactly what we're going to be saying about it. We're just going to watch it and then give everybody our two cents. And I think that's going to be the best part. You know, we've been, uh, we've been really space-themed this episode. We have. Last, last week it was birds. This week is space. We're, Drawing uh, a blank. Space is the place. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. We're, uh, 
we're the drawing the blank episodes are going to be really themed. I hope from this point on, we accidentally put themes in every single episode somehow. You know, you got Space Force going on. You had the flight that was supposed to happen today, that, that launch. I think yeah. they actually rescheduled that for the 30th. Did they really? So that's this weekend, isn't it? Uh, yeah, should be. Should get be. To, get to watch Elon's rocket go up. I personally am very, very excited for that. Also, at some point, I want to comment on Elon Musk's son's name or daughter, son. Can you say it? No, I have no, I can't even remember off the top of my head, but that doesn't matter. It's ridiculous. I can look that up. So anyways, closing remarks on this show, we are going to be watching Space Force. Get excited for our review on Space Force. It is going to be fantastic. The show is going to be fantastic. Watch it with us so we can continue to talk about it together. And if you're going to be like Dorian, you might just watch all the episodes right away. Be like that. That's cool. But we're doing it one episode at a time. I mean, granted, I'm going to be watching every episode all at the same time too and probably binge the shit out of the show. But we're reviewing episode one next week. It's going to be a good time. Watch it twice. Watch it twice. Watch it twice. Watch every episode twice. I mean, it's like just getting some extra clicks out there. You know? Like, go, go help Space Force. I don't know. Does, does any of this money... I'm really curious about this. This is a random question. I'm, I know the answer is no, but I'm going to ask this anyways. Do you think any of this, this like revenue generated from Space Force is going to be going to Donald Trump in some fashion? Oh, absolutely not. They made this as a, as a joke on him. I know, but it's just like, to be honest with you, if, if I were Donald Trump in this situation, I would a hundred percent be like, yo, you could totally make a show shitting on me about Space Force and give me the money because it's going to blow up. Well, you know, I think they did it, right? It's because now they get to decide the narrative of Space Force. Now, well, yeah. regardless, regardless of what Donald Trump's Space Force does, <laughs> you're going to think of, you know. You're going to think Steve. of Steve Carell. You're going to think of Steve <laughs> playing this like jackass Space Force guy and you're never going to take it seriously. I'm so excited. Mission accomplished. Oh my God. I'm so ex- I'm actually so happy that they managed to release the show because you're right. You're right. They're going to... We're going to have this show Space Force stuck in our brain. So no matter what the actual Space Force does, we're only going to think of the show. And that is the the ultimate troll. I love it. So good job, guys. All right. We're ending it there. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anchor and i'm gonna give you guys a little bit of new information that's gonna be coming out soon we're going to be going to the website stitcher for podcasts as well too so if you listen to your podcast on stitcher keep your eye out we're gonna be coming to that very shortly so please wait rate subscribe do everything on all of the different avenues that you would like do not forget we also have our patreon we will be coming out with exclusive content for patreons only we actually have a new interview coming up soon this next week with one of our returning guests allison ormsby we're going to be talking about some cool stuff together her and i and we're going to be posting it for our patreon only there's going to be no ads there's no ads ever so get ready for that stuff honestly doro i don't know do you have anything else to say before we let everything go Space is the place.
Space is the place to be. All right, we're going to end it there, guys. Take care, y'all.